lots of businesses have big dreams and they want to grow and they want to serve more people in more regions and do bigger things. And hurdles come along that knock you back. And sometimes you realize that bigger isn't better. Sometimes better is better. Let's listen to Christine Rossi. You'll meet her next. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. So can we all just agree for small business, for entrepreneurialistic, for business in any way, it's, it's just hard. It's like really hard. We've got employee issues. We've got tax issues, government compliance issues, all the things that go into it. And then you add stuff like COVID. And then you add stuff like local business and family owned business. And you add all that stuff in and folks, business just isn't easy. And that's what this podcast is all about. All the hard struggles. And I can't wait for you to meet our guest today. She's Christine Rossi, owner, president, majority owner of Rossi Machinery, along with her fine husband, Mike Rossi, who's the founder. They are a full uh, service product and servicing company in the manufacturing industry. And, And the story behind Rossi Machinery is fascinating. And I can't wait for you to meet and hear about it from Christine Rossi. Christine, thank you for being a guest on Dash of Grit. Thank you. I'm excited to participate. Yeah, we're excited to hear from you. You and I have known each other for a, a little while. And, and I know that that being a woman-owned business has its own struggles. Being a local-owned business, a family-owned business has its own struggles. And, and you've overcome many of them. And I'm interested to start. Can you talk to us about success? I'm interested in how Rossi Machinery is doing, some things that you're proud of. What's, what's good right now for you folks? Well, interestingly, our sales have taken off which you would kind of wonder with a new product line in manufacturing COVID times, but our sales are really doing well. And that when we shut down or were partially shut down, the um, sales actually carried us through Uh, defense, medical, and other companies that were making PPE that needed, they had a breakdown, they needed service. They had a breakdown, they needed a scale or, you know, a part. Uh, so we were able to do that. So that was good. That was, you know, helped us get through that part. So you were able to, to kind of be flexible and overcome and, and make things happen during this COVID, this really tough time for a lot of businesses. You were able to be successful through that. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of a, a shout out to our whole structure of the company it's always been very fluid and we um you know we do everything from service to selling product lines and we're just very fluid to go where the where the need is and so sometimes you would have you know a run on scales which happened during covid i don't know why but people needed new uh, measuring scales a heidenhine accurite Fagor, and um, we were able to drop ship those to them. And then uh, the defense contractor has a machine tool that's rather old, and they're looking at our new Takumi line for a replacement. But in the meantime, and and this is part of our mission, we're dedicated to keeping that old clunker going. And (laughs) Mike was doing that. So yeah, I mean, we, we just stay real fluid. And I think that's what is part of our success is just being, oh, Oh, this is happening. Let's let's try this. You know. And what is it about a, a local family-owned business that's able to do that maybe even better than others? Like you're able to sh- kind of shift on a dime, aren't you? 
Yeah, we, we do. And um, well, we're lean. We're very lean. Yeah. And I'm a bean counter by trade. And so <laughs> so I I do the calculating. Mike does the dreaming. And um, so we usually meet halfway, you know, and, and it's, most people say husbands and wives can't work together. But I think we both respect our roles. Mike is just an entrepreneur through and through. And I think that makes a big difference. We're not super big, but we're super dedicated. Yeah. And that's really great. And so this is your 25th anniversary. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. We actually, as I was saying earlier, we we actually were planning on an open house and let people come in and see, because we have a showroom now for the new machine tools and that all got scrapped. So yeah. we're on plan B and we're working on it as we speak. Nothing wrong with plan B. And so 25 years in a family owned business in the manufacturing industry is something to really be proud of. And so congratulations to you. I think folks listening out there now are going to say, well, what are they doing right? And so let's talk about that because I know it hasn't always been that easy. I know for any business in 25 years, let's talk about some hurdles. What are some uh, stories you can remember when things weren't so easy that you really had to overcome and show some grit? Right. Well, shortly after we decided to move on the 71 corridor out of Akron, we were doing work that took us all through like northeast, you know, Columbus border to border. So and Mike and I wanted to live in the country. So that was our new phase personally. Mm -hmm. And that took a year and moved the company here and really enjoy the whole atmosphere and community. However, we had an employee that had their own personal issues that they did not share. And they, mm. they actually caused a lot of problems for Rossi Machinery Services. Devastating at the time, but you kind of always have to dig in there and find out the why. The why, but not even so much the why, what I can do better, how I could have seen, learn from your mistakes. So we did that. Chris, be, before you go, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm wondering what devastating means. Can you give me a little insight of what problems, perhaps for Rossi, that those one bad employee can make a big difference? I know that. Well, there was a, a, a botched job, which was botched pretty badly. Yeah. And no communication as to the why or whatever. Moved on, I'm sure, knowing that they had this issue left us with it. We had to stay on the job, try to make it right fairly well. We did come out, but it cost us personally um, because it was a, a the, it was devastating the money that had to be poured into the fix of it. So one employee does something that causes not only a, a poor customer experience, but causes you to have to work overtime, spend money, but also the this just the personal damage to the business that you had to overcome. Yeah. And I really like this person too. And mm. um, for whatever reason, that's, that was that, but you know, it, it, the, the silver lining to that is that Mike and I regrouped, right. And we were like, okay, what do we have and what do we want? And we kind of circled back to the roots of Rossi and Mike got, you know, not that he lost touch with customers, but because he was doing more of the overseeing he went and visited each customer, especially ones that this employee had interaction with. Come to find out that when you have field service, you're trusting that person to sell the company and its services. And there was a lot of disappointment that people didn't feel comfortable 
sharing with us, which, you know, at this point, we, we try to get our customers like, how was your experience? You know, whatever. And so we, we've made a lot of changes that way, dusted ourselves off and moved on. And we realized that smaller is sometimes better because it's a more personal touch, which is part of the framework of Rossi. When Mike envisioned this, he envisioned a company that could look into someone else's business and say, okay, you need this, this, and this, but what do you got? You know, how can we fix it with your budget in mind? And so we do a pretty good job of that. And, and the honesty that Mike brings to the table, he is, you know, he is just honest and people, you know, as far as we've had Lockheed Martin until they moved to New York. So we use that as an example because when we got them as a customer, they said, if we we don't care you're small, because at the time it was just Mike and I, they said, we don't care if you're small, but if we call, we needed you yesterday. Yep. And they and, needed Mike and, and you yesterday. They needed right. to trust that. Right. And we provided, I mean, they actually offered for him to travel to New York to continue, but we just decided local customers and, you know, and our personal life. We didn't want, he didn't want to be on the road. So, um, but we've got a lot more. I mean, today he's down at Battelle. So, I mean, it's growing. So Christine, was was the goal at the time when you hired the employee to be able to expand and to grow the company? I mean, that's always kind of the American dream. We're going to build this big thing, but it didn't go well. Do you feel that that changed your dream or did it kind of clarify that I just want to serve people better? You can, you can be big or you can be good or excellent. Sometimes it's hard to be both, right? Right. I think it made us realign everything and realize what we really want is to be good. Yeah. Your name is on this company. Mike is very proud of the, the education. I mean, he crosses a lot of fields. And, you know, the, the young guys are always saying, oh, how do you know all this? Well, experience and Mike has educated himself in every facet. So we get people asking him, what have you ever seen this before? And, and at this point in his career, yeah, he probably has seen it. Yeah. Or he knows where to find out. So we decided that was it. That's what we want. We don't want to be big. It's hard to compete with the, the huge machine tool manufacturers that have a staff, they pay them enormous amount of money and they send, you know, it's, it's not us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great that you were able to find that you're able to do so in such a way that 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 hurdle that you overcame actually got you back to your roots to make you what you really wanted to be in the first place. And, And that's, that's really good. Good for you. Yeah. We're pretty happy. I mean, it's, it's just, um, we're busy and I mean, could be busier with the COVID, but we're busy considering the situation we are facing today. Yeah. yeah. And lots of folks are facing those. And I know that's a, that's a whole different challenge. I, if you don't mind, I, I'm interested in, so you're in the machinery business and it's a woman owned business. And I know that, I know that you don't want to use that as a crutch. I get that, but there are so many people out there that that just struggle with a, a bias or, or, I mean, and this is an old, old industry manufacturing. And can you talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you've overcome as a woman owned business? Yeah. So my first visit to IMTS, which is the international um, manufacturing show in Chicago every couple of years, 
I was asked by a, a very nice gentleman why I wasn't shopping on Michigan Avenue and why oh. was I there. And um, I don't, I think he, he saw my enthusiasm. I said, I, you know, I grew up in manufacturing. My father was in manufacturing, my grandfather's, and now my husband. And I find it, I find it an honorable profession because we are making things in this country. And I've always, you know, preached that, that we need to have a strong manufacturing background. So things like not having PPE doesn't happen to us again. Mm -hmm. So I had struggles that way, little side things, but I have, I'm, I'm used to it. It's fine. I realized that, and I'm the first person to tell them that, you know, I know a little bit, but I'm the facilitator for the people behind me. Yeah. So over the years, it's gotten better. The last IMTS was plenty of women. You know, I think there's actually a woman's forum there. So, but the woman owned part of it is interesting because people think you just, you know, there's a lot of things in this world. You can just go online and download the copy, sign the paper, and suddenly you are, right? Yeah, right. It's not that way. Every year I have to go through uh, a process that is, it costs me money, but more importantly, they go through all the different facets of your company. And they can also, and they have come to see your facility to ensure that you know, I'm not just his wife that shops all week long and he puts my name on it. Yeah. So um, that is reassuring. And, you know, people say, oh, but women own get a leg up. Well, we do, but also we don't. We have yeah. to fight for the it gives you a it gives you an, a, an appointment. Mm hmm. Then from there, you have to do the hard work because even the government contracts, you know, like, for instance, we have a government, government, sorry, okay. a contractor who is looking at a machine tool and I'm probably going to have to bid on it. But I got that we got in there because we were woman owned. Yeah. And they're pleased. They're very pleased because it's ancient technology and Mike is able to navigate around it. We're yeah. talking what were they five and a quarter floppies that's what they're using so ancient stuff yeah. you know and i love it i love having learning i when we started brian i, I did not know what a, a machine tool was i didn't know what a bridge port was and a lathe so i kind of took the comical side to it when people would call and I would tell them, well, at least now I know what a bridge port is, you know, <laughs> and, but I, I took great notes and followed up if Mike needed me to call. So, but now I can, I, I, I don't know the very deep particulars, but I can speak to the process and I can speak to what a machine tool should do and what's good about it. And you can run the business very well. The business and you know mike has never been a paperwork kind of guy he was in college and doing well but he just he loves the activity he loves working with his hands and so he dumped it <laughs> he was like <laughs> you can have it <laughs> and that's an interesting and if you don't mind i'd like to go there just real quickly you mentioned it's a 25th anniversary you've been married far longer than that i know you well enough i know what a great couple you are and if you don't mind me asking i'm wondering when it's hard 
as a family owned, as a husband and wife operating the company, when when was it not so rosy? Can you would you mind sharing when maybe it was kind of tough to be married to that guy and he married to you? <laughs> I think when we were initially shocked at what happened and how much it was going to cost to make it right. The employee issue you talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of weekends dragging it all in and and not never blaming each other, but just like almost like losing a child, you know, or, mm. or, or Rossi, a child very ill. Right. But that's a statement to Rossi Machinery Services because it just keeps stepping back up and keep going. But that's because it serves its purpose very well for manufacturers. And, you know, and the other thing is Mike and I. We have separate offices. That's we found that out over the years. We work in the same office. He loves his style of working and I love mine. So so I'm actually in the front of the small building on Cottage Street. And he is in an office because we we converted the little building into offices since we're going having to talk to customers about machines and things. And then the back building is the showroom and the workroom. So yeah. so we we keep it separate that way. Yeah, and so that's that's good advice. It, it, I love that the family is together. I love that you are together and that you're doing it together. But it's also important to keep it separate and, and realize that it's business and and sometimes business needs done. So you know, and it's funny because my kids aren't actually in the business, but they just say the word and they're down here helping. Yeah. You know, my son worked for a good part of his childhood with Mike, but he wanted to be a pharmacist, so he's he's off doing that. The middle child um, ran, actually ran a machine or ran a, a project. And the youngest was our, our cleaner, our grunt. So they, you know, we, all we have to do is call, but they, they've got their own lives now. And it's good because we've got some really good guys working with us, young guys, passionate guys, which, yeah. you know, isn't that half the battle with an employee? It's everything. It's yeah. everything. And your employees talk to the people and that drives the business. And it's good for you that you've got that figured out. So I'm wondering, Christine, what's what's next? What's the, because there's hurdles to come. I know we're dealing with COVID. There may be other things that you're trying to to accomplish. What's next for Rossi Machine? Or what are the, what are the hurdles you see in the future? Well, right presently is getting the Takumi name out and to inter and how to interact with prospective clients in a Zoom type way, or uh, we do keep COVID safe in the back because, you know, some people actually want to touch the machine. So that's ours. And we've only had it a year and we, we've we sold one and we've got a couple quotes out there. They are actually running a huge sale called the 179, which is 179 down. And I believe it's 100 and 79 days of no payment. So they're being creative too, but okay. together, and they're very supportive together with uh, Takumi and Herco, we're planning the next move, right? How, how does it look post COVID, right? And how do you get customers to realize that making that investment is probably better in the long run than just keep patchworking? So that's our hurdle, but it's also our excitement because we they're, oh, they're fantastic looking machines. But what's really nice is we went up, we went to Indiana and we looked at the, the skin of these machines. We looked down in them. We looked at how they were put together, how they ran and the programming. 
and you know Mike's a German style rebuilder by trade. They know machine uh, machine geometry, and he he said this is a great machine. And what's nice is they are not priced like your Dusans or your uh, Moriseki's because they're new to the market. But they, they've got Herco behind them, and of course our, us with our you know. We sell it to you. We're going to install it. We're going to support you. And it's going to be Mike or Trent or someone that actually works here. We're not going to subcontract it out. And I think, again, going back to what you said earlier, we found our footing, right, for the next uh, layer of Rossi is you don't have to be big. Big isn't always better, but be good and be, be supportive and be there because a lot of these now. Um, you know, I said about Lockheed Martin, but you talk about a mom and pop who's got a great big order and their machine goes down. That's everything, probably way more than Lockheed will, you know, they penny pinch, but in a different way. Yeah. If something goes wrong for mom and pop, it really goes wrong. Yeah. It could mean the whole job. It could mean the customer. So we, we know, we always say, we know you, we know you need your uptime. And so if that's, you know, getting the machine running for now and talking about the future, you know, we, we have a big long line of uh, Acers that are, you know, manual primarily and very good. Um, and then the financing, we, we pick that up as well so that we can offer all the legs that go with that sort of thing. And then, you know, hey, if something's going on, I mean, we circle back to our customer on the Takumi, you know, how's it going? What, what's your question since you've been playing with it, working with it? And um, they love it. Yeah. So we know we got a good product. And we know we got a good vision. Yeah. So just like anything, you know, you got to, if you're given lemons, you make lemonade. And that's Mike and I. <laughs> your positivity is infectious and and and, uh, and, uh, and your enthusiasm for the future is fantastic. And, 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 and it, it rings through your whole company. So congratulations on building something great. I think there's probably people out there that entrepreneurs or perhaps other women-owned businesses or uh, machinery needing type customers that might want to get in touch with you. Based on the kind of company you're describing, I'd want to. How would they reach out to you? Well, they can always uh, give us a call at 419-281-4488. Um, but my email, um, crossi at rmscnc.com. Um, I love talking to other women-owned businesses, um, especially ones that are in manufacturing because we're like a small little group of, uh, of women. And... Um, yeah, and and, and as, even if you're not in the market to buy right now, I mean, we, we're not a high-pressure salespeople. We don't believe in that. I don't like it. Yeah. So Mike will give you your options. You decide. And uh, and it's been successful for us. So that's what I – and, let you know, we're always open to meeting new people. Yeah, very good. Thank you so much, Christine. I appreciate your sharing your, your struggles, but even more, you're, you're just overall infectious enthusiasm for the future. Right? Things aren't easy right now, but it's not going to stop you, is it? Congratulations. Thank you. 
Thanks for being on the show. A quick plug for our sponsor and presenter, Spire Advertising. Spire is a marketing company. We want to be an integral part of your team. And I think what makes Spire different is that we will let you know when things aren't going right as much as when it is. And I think sometimes that's what you uh, need to pay the most for. How do we figure out the wrong instead of the right? So if you're looking for a, a, a teammate, like that, as far as marketing goes, reach out to Spire. We'd love to help you. You'll find us at spiread.com. You can reach out to me at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at spiread.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm the director of sales with Spire, Brian Leffelock. Thank you again, Christine Rossi from Rossi Machinery. Say hi to Mike for me. I will. Appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in to uh, Dash of Grit. Go out and show some of your own, and we'll talk to you next time. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things.